0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber, or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au.
1: Wonderful piece of music there by the Paul Grabowski Trio. The piece was called Bruce Wayne off an album called 3 and I'm very delighted to have on the telephone with me this evening Paul Grabowski who is the pianist and the composer of that piece of music. Paul, good evening.
0: Good evening Paul. How are you going?
1: Good. Thanks very much for joining us this evening. That was a wonderful piece of music. Interesting name, Thank Bruce. You. Yeah, Bruce Wayne. I know it was a while ago that that piece of music came out, but uh, is there a story behind that? Are you a Batman fan? <laughs> No, look, I
0: think it uh, really was great to to hear it again. I haven't heard that piece for such a long time. I guess it it evoked that threatening sort of Gotham City, Batman vibe, all spotlights and black and white and dangerous alleyways. Uh, I think that that kind of feeling is what pervades that piece.
1: Arguably arguably appropriate, given the uh, last 12 to 18 months that we've had in Melbourne, perhaps it was a, a, a very apt piece of music. That was a dark alleyway, for sure. Yes, exactly. I mean, who was the trio who was playing on that particular album? Because that album was from a while ago, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that album was uh, the late Gary Costello on bass, one of the, you know, our greatest jazz double bassists who left us way too early, and my longtime musical partner on many, many different projects, Nico Schäuble on drums.
1: We'll talk about your current lineup in your trio in, in just a minute. The Jazz Club at the Monash Clayton Campus is reopening, and we're really excited to hear from you about that. It was originally called the Jazz Club, but now it's reopening as the Counts. Can you tell us a bit about it?
0: Well, look, you know, actually the, the official sort of naming of the club happened just before the, the whole COVID sort of tidal wave hit us. So we were all set to go and great artists and, uh, you know, a full roster of, of activity, all lined up. And then, of course, like everything else, the lights went
1: out. Came to a shuddering stop.
0: It did come to a shuddering stop. And so we feel like, and, and we are, to all intents and purposes, rebooting now. The idea about the name of the club, what came from the Vice-Chancellor, from Professor Margaret Gardner, who's the highly and, you know, deservedly so esteemed Vice-Chancellor of Monash University.
1: I, I used to work at um, RMIT University and I worked there at the time that Margaret was the Vice-Chancellor there as well. Okay. She's, she's very good.
0: Yeah, you'll know all about her then. Well, look, um, we built an entirely new performing arts centre, really, out at Clayton, built around the old Alexander Theatre, but we added a number of other spaces to it and what is now called the In Potter Centre for Performing Arts includes the Alexander Theatre, a wonderful new, beautiful space called the David Lee Sound Gallery and what is now called the Counts. And yes, it was originally called the Jazz Club, but Margaret decided that she would really like to call it the Counts. Partly, you know, a nod to my checkered career as partly as a band leader on a notorious National Tonight Show called Tonight Live with Steve Vizard, where I was known as The Count.
1: That was a long time ago.
0: It was! (laughs) And, you know, maybe some of your listeners have absolutely no idea what that refers to, but it was, at the time, it was the early 1990s, a very, very popular television program. But, you know, also The Count, that word has a number of different affiliations with jazz music, just generally, because... Whether you think of Count Basie, who's one of the all-time great jazz pianists and band leaders, or just the idea of counting a song in, or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of different, you know, the, the Count can be, uh, you know, made into a musical kind of metaphor in some ways. So it's a good name for the club. The club is a really beautiful club. It's a, it's a beautiful bar and restaurant. Uh, it's run by the Script Group, who also run Script the Melbourne Theatre Company and Blondie at uh, Melbourne Recital Centre. So they know what they're doing. They're very, very used to working in the arts space. So, you know, it's, it's really, in terms of it's kind of the way it's fitted out and the ambience of, of the club, it's absolutely beautiful. Seats, so it's, I think, uh, 200 people would be around the capacity. And, and I mean, uh, under uh, current restrictions, I think, you know, we're looking at, Around the you know
1: hundred and thirty to hundred and fifty mark is that a sol- in a salon type atmosphere? People around tables or something like that, or is it in people yes, with rows and yes. seats? How do you have your layout there?
0: Yes, it's round tables and and people sitting. Yeah, people seated at tables, cabaret style. That's really the way it's set up.
1: It's it's a great but look for a jazz club.
0: It is a great look for a jazz. Club. I mean, jazz clubs come in different shapes and sizes. Some of them are very intimate and very dark spaces. I would say this one is more. You know, kind of slightly more comfortable and modern, I guess, would be my description of it. It's it's really been designed for that purpose. I mean, jazz clubs that have emerged over the history of jazz have tended to sort of land in spaces that were not necessarily designed for that, but turned out to be wonderful. But this was purpose-built. Therefore, you know, the the sound is wonderful, uh, a great stage, great size. Yeah, we're a good piano. I mean, the sort of things that musicians uh, who play that music are really keen to discover and they don't always get. So we're very proud of the club.
1: I think you should be. Is it unusual, do you think, for a university, because it is based at the Monash Clayton mm. campus, which is where you're based as well, I guess, with the programs that you run, the jazz mm. programs and the music programs that you run. It's fantastic that the space is being used in a commercial sense as well. That, that must be a great thing for uh, for your students to see.
0: Great thing for the students, great thing for the university in general. I mean, if you think about universities, and and clearly you you know about this, but universities can be somewhat inward focused. You know, they're they're very concentrated on their, I guess, what they would call their, their core activity, which is, you know, learning and teaching. But Monash has always had an upward focus. The engagement with the surrounding communities just in a more generalised way, has always been something of great importance to Monash. Because when you think about it, Monash was built initially out on the very eastern fringes of Melbourne. So the idea of being able to reach out to people who were living out in that part of the world, which is now, you know, millions of people, has always been part of Monash's kind of mission. And our venues play a very important role in that.
1: It's good that they're they're doing that and uh, having that for the people who live, as I said before, when I was introducing you, I was talking about, you know, there's lots of jazz clubs in the city and there's places to go to if you want to listen to jazz music. If you live on the north side of the city, it's fantastic to see something that's on the southeastern side of the city. It's convenient. It opens up a a bigger audience for you, doesn't it? Uh, People who perhaps can't travel to the city for whatever reason. It
0: does, Paul. I think, you know, Melbourne's a very large now, very, very large city. It's spread across a very large area. People who would consider themselves residents of Melbourne live way out from the CBD and particularly the South East Corridor is a very kind of dynamic area. We, we look at our catchment as about, around about two and a half million people. It's huge. Uh, it it's is huge catchment. And <laughs> it is. And, you know, amongst those two and a half million people, there are many, many people who like jazz. And this is a wonderful place for them to go because they're going to hear great music and they're going to hear it in
1: great comfort. When, when with, they free are, yeah, <laughs> with free parking. Yeah, with free parking. It's another one of Melbourne's issues, isn't it? Let's say. Uh,
0: <laughs> you are listening to a podcast from Bent Notes.
1: Find more podcasts and show blogs
0: at joy.org.au.
1: I'm speaking to Paul Grabowski. Hearing the great jazz music in that location, how many nights a week are you going to be operating and How does it work?
0: We we don't want to go too hard too fast because, you know, I think after what we've been through, my feeling about reopening our venues is let's just do what we can manage. Don't have ridiculous expectations and allow the rhythm of the return to normal life to dictate how and when we do things. So at the moment we've we've got the live bands on Wednesday nights and DJs on Friday nights. And when I say DJs, they're they're playing really fantastic music. So Friday is a is a really good time to come up to the club too. what Don't
1: time know, does I it really kick think? off on a Friday night? Is that is that kind of like an after well, work it, type situation? It, yeah,
0: or? it's after work. It's like like sort of kicks off around four, four thirty and goes into the early evening. So it's really set up for people who want to have a drink after work at the end of the week. That's, the, that's that kind of vibe.
1: And with the DJs, are they playing? Are, are they leaning towards jazz styles of music, yes. perhaps funk or yes. something like
0: that? Jazz, R&B, soul, but, you know, I mean, the ones that I've been listening to definitely have a jazz orientation, no doubt about it. So it's, it's, it's very sophisticated, beautiful music, the sort of thing I would like to hear if, if, if a DJ is doing something.
1: And your and Wednesday night program is going to be a, uh, a residence?
0: That's right. So we've got resident bands playing over several weeks each. At the moment, the Jake Mason Trio, who I believe you play it, already some music of tonight. So Jake's wonderful trio with Danny Fisher and James Sherlock are playing, and, and they have special guest artists every week with them.
1: Yes, I saw they got I some think- um, guest artists from uh, Nita Romani uh, this week coming, yeah. Julie O'Hara on the 19th and Chris Maunders on the 26th.
0: Brilliant. Yes. Then we've got uh, Audrey Pound coming in, I think, with uh, with her band. She's got a number of guest artists who will be appearing with her. In fact, I'm doing one guest spot with her during her season, which I'm excited about.
1: She's playing um, in June, every Wednesday night yes, in June.
0: So that sounds right to me, yeah. Yes. I haven't got the dates right in front of me, but that that, that would be right. And then I think the next residency might be me.
1: It is with July. your, yeah, with your trio, and um, who will be the? It says on the on the paperwork. It says the Paul Grabowski trio. Who will be the trio with you? On
0: well, my trio currently really is my band. Well, it's not my band. It's, it's a collective band called Torio, and it's uh, Mirko Guarini on the saxophone and Nico Schaubler on drums. So it's not a conventional piano-based drum setup. It's piano, saxophone, and drums. We Love playing together, and we will also be having uh, guest artists appearing with us during that season. There's a couple of vocalists I'm very, very keen to work with, with that band, and yes, and definitely a couple of instrumentalists. I think it's going to be a really interesting residency.
1: Is there going to be a house band for the venue as well? Some some clubs do have their own house band, and I thought with that. Obviously, with your students and things like that, are you going to build a band around that for other nights of the week once you get established? What we intend
0: to do is uh, on Thursday nights, we're going to be uh, adding a whole new stream of music beginning slightly later in the year, which might have a more diverse kind of feel to it. So different musical styles veering into the kind of soul, R&B kind of area a bit. We're looking at eventually getting into doing some kind of marquee name type headliners on weekends on like Saturday night and yes, I mean look, we've got a very strong relationship with the School of Music and there are some great students and Monash has got a fantastic track record in producing quite amazing young jazz players so we are eventually looking at finding ways to, you know, kind of open up all of these opportunities but as I say, look, I think that we're still kind of coming out of our cave so to speak and, and being very cautious and careful about the way we go about this. So rather than say, yep, we're going to go, you know, music five nights a week and it's going to be great, I think that uh, it's going to be a slow burn. We'll build the audience, you know, night by night, gradually adding nights as things gain momentum. And, you know, that will be the strategy during the course of this year. I think that's a great idea. In the future, we'll, um, you know, we'll just expand it and accelerate it as we go.
1: I think that that's a that's a great idea. Paul, how can people who are listening get tickets to the show? Yeah, to, so
0: if you go to www.monash.edu forward slash MLive, we've now got a new website.
1: A lot of people will be interested in going and seeing some of the performers who you've lined up there, and it's a great lineup of uh, of performers there.
0: Well, we would love to see all of your listeners there at some point, and... And a big shout out to all of them Uh, it's it's a great opportunity uh to hear really great music under beautiful conditions i i can't recommend it enough
1: paul grabowski thanks so much for telling us about this this evening and thanks for letting us know about what's happening there i'm sorry that you didn't get to start this last year but (laughs) i I guess uh i guess 12 or a little bit more months late is better than nothing at all and at least (laughs) at, at least our live music scene is starting to come back which is a great thing for melbourne
0: Right, it is. It's such an important part of our lives and uh, yes, Melbourne needs it.
1: The world needs it. The world does need it. Paul, thanks very much for telling us all about what people can listen to on a Wednesday night, which uh, through May is the Jake Mason Trio, through June is Audrey Pound and her band and also you're helping out there a couple of nights and also your trio, the Paul Grabowski Trio in uh, in July with some special guests as well and there's other artists on Friday night as well, DJs which just sounds like it's a great uh, great variety of different music that people can go and listen to.
0: It's a good vibe,
1: definitely. Paul, uh, just to say goodbye to you, uh, I'm going to play another piece of your music right now, which is called uh, White Chord Dreaming, off that same album that I played Bruce Wayne off before. What's this particular piece about? (laughs) Just a great (laughs) piece of music.
0: Yeah, so when I used to work with Vince Jones, I I was sort of developing my sense of harmony One of the ways that I did it was by constructing chords on just using the white notes of the keyboard. So there's a whole musical theory behind all this, which I won't bore your listeners with. But um, Vince used to to refer to those chords as, you know, white note chords, which they kind of were. You know, I was reflecting back on that, and it's sort of a very ironic title. That's why it's called Life Called Dreaming.
1: It's a great title, and thank you for telling the story of us. And thanks so much for telling us about The Counts. We really appreciate that. Bent Notes and Join 94.9 appreciate you having a chat, and I hope that we get our listeners there to uh, to support you. Good on you, Paul. Thank you very much. No worries. Thanks again. Have a great evening. Take care. Bye.
0: You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on JOY 94.9.
1: Thanks for listening to another JOY podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, JOY. Help us keep JOY on air. Head to joy.org.au. JOY, a diverse sound for a diverse community.